Hey, what's good, y'all? It's your girl, Ivy Rivera, a.k.a. Young Body, live from Brooklyn, New York. And this is Tissue in the Tape Podcast, where everything is hip-hop. You better respect the heat holders, you dig? This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Catching shit off the radio. (laughs) Put the tissue in the 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 top. (laughs) Tissue on the tape. They don't know about that. Respect heat homeless. Respect heat homeless. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Phil Maddox, Davis Backless, Gandhi, Hip Hop 365. You know the time is the tissue and the tape. Adjust my tally and twine and design the great metaphors at a rate like cosplay. Don't need conventions to display my conviction upon day. MCs are rhythm and bit in peace like Gandhi. Four seat at the table getting milled, Solange eight. No hunger strikes or kicks in tight spaces. Jessic lyrics to elevate and physically separates us. You can debate us, but get your weight up. We'll wait and meditate since we are great with patience. What's the diagnosis? We are great with patience and pop is contagious worldwide, but you're racist. This back with Davis, Phil, there's no basis Cause tissue in the tape makes America the greatest From beatboxing on slave ships Till we six feet in a box in a grave dip We raise this culture, culture. born to debone these vultures Picking the brains of the youth mumbling that insults us I post up with the rap radar that gets me vexed When he uplift trash like Charles S. That's complex weight I can read between the lines, it's not hate To suggest they don't need to rhyme We just take it back, or rather choose to rewind When heat holders in the back of the twines It's defensive to bond Diggy, Jack Beasley, Native Son, it's the faculty first. Uh. Recording live from somewhere, it's the world's famous TITT, his home team in the motherfucking house. No question. As always, it is I, Davis Backwards, and who states your name, gangsta? Philmatic 365, a.k.a. Feel like 2019 again, bro. Yes, sir. Uh, as always, Philmatic, we're sending a shout out to everybody that rocks with us. But we got a special, special guest, man, here for the third time, man. Back back, like, back for the first time. But, you know, like, tell the people who, who we got, man. Yo, man, we, we got we got one of them ones, man. We got, we got a prototype MC. When you talk about... Thank you for emceeing one of our mantras. You talk about we do it for hip hop. You talking about skills on skills. You talking about the the definition of we're talking about the gentleman that we got with us tonight. We talking about consistency year after year, line for line, bar for bar. One of the best to ever touch a microphone. The heat holders. We proudly present to you, Sky Zoo. Let's go. Peace, peace. What's going on, man? What's going on, bro? Already know, man. Man, nothing, man. Just once again, Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back, for sure. Yeah. Nah, thank you, man. Thank you for having me on. And, man, hell of an intro, man. You know what I mean? Hell of an intro on that, man. I I appreciate the words and, and, um, you know, and and the feeling behind them, man. It's all love. Appreciate that. Always. We've gotten a lot of um, love from our previous episodes from having you on before. And, and, you know, not to toot our horn, but... Uh, people that that are you know big Sky Zoo fans and people that are familiar with not only just your your works but also just like your interviews and how in depth they are sometimes and how much you're able to share stuff. They say that 
we're up there with some of the best guys doing interviews, man. We yeah, we, man. we got a couple good ones that people really, you know, like. So we, we appreciate your time tonight. Nah, oh man, that's crazy, man. I didn't know that. That's dope, man. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm happy to be on here with y'all. You know, you guys, y'all always get it. You know what I mean? We've been doing this for a little while. I think you said, you know, this is my third time with y'all. Yeah. And, um, you know, y'all always get it. And that's extremely important, you know, when it comes to just this side of it. You know, when you put the project together, you put the art out and, you know, art is in the eye of the beholder, but you just want people to get it. You know, however you feel about it, feel that way as long as you get it. If you and then not even just me, just anything and anyone in particular, you know, if you don't get it, trying to formulate some opinion on it when you didn't get it, didn't understand it is, is asinine. You know what I'm saying? But if you truly got it, then whatever your opinion formed is, then that's cool. So y'all always get it. You know what I mean? So I appreciate y'all 100%. Appreciate that too. Much appreciated, man. But, yo, <laughs> it, it's, it's so dope, man, because we we always, people always say, yo, y'all should talk to X, Y, and Z. You know, you always, we always get, of course, you always get the, the uh, y'all should talk to Nas and, and y'all should talk to Jay-Z. Right, yeah, of course. Yeah, if, it, if it was all that easy, you know. Yeah. But at least once a month for like the last like probably since the last time you've been on be like yo y'all got y'all gotta do another joint with sky like as soon as the album came out y'all yeah. gonna get sky back on y'all gonna so it was one of those ones where people were literally asking for because i think when when the album dropped i put up the uh the other two interviews i reposted them and they a lot of people was like my man was like oh, i already heard this one i thought it was new we gonna get him back on there yeah he's like so i i was like man we we working i was like he busy man he back outside so you know you yeah. gotta, gotta gotta let that man work promote the album and, in fact talk about that how how is it like with after covid and everything how is it touring and promoting the album what's that like it's dope to kind of get back to normal a little bit but it's not all the way there yet because, you know, normally I would have been on a whole tour, right? Like I would have did, you know, 20, 30 dates by now and I would be lining up overseas and all that. And this one, I just did spot dates just to kind of fill it out. You know what I mean? Like just to kind of say, okay, you know, let's do one, wait two weeks, do another, wait two, three weeks, just cause of COVID and, you know, giving that little break and, you know, quarantine and in between and all that. And then, you know, pretty much everybody knows it found me like i had it you know what i mean i had it in august yeah. so um you know just dealing with all those different elements you know knowing that it was still a possibility i'm, I'm all the way vaxxed i'm team vax all the way i was vaxxed before i got it but um and and i'm i'm glad i was because i feel like it might have ripped me something different you know what i mean like it might have it might have put me in a different space you know what i'm saying like thank god it didn't go that far because it did hit me a little bit i mean i wasn't like you know half dead in the crib but i wasn't asymptomatic like i definitely had symptoms you know what i mean so i'm like damn if i ain't had a vax this thing might have took me to a different place you know what i mean so but that's a whole nother discussion just for the record i'm super super vax i'm team vax all the way yeah we we um, both we both are too okay word I'm, I'm i'm team vax all the way and um you know so um but but going back to the whole thing um i haven't really been all the way back yet because of all of that but i'm looking forward to it you know what i mean i'm looking forward to getting all the way back like you know 20 30 city tour chill for a minute another 20 city tour 30 you know what i mean like I'm, I'm looking forward to getting you know all the way back on it but it's been dope though you know it's been good getting back with the people doing shows being able to kick it and connect and converse with people in person do interviews in person as well as zoom you know what i mean so it's, it's been cool you know 
Yeah, yeah. To, to, to talk about that, um, when you were out on the road for Retropolitan, um, you stopped, I'm here in Austin, and um, you stopped through, you hit San Antonio, you hit Austin, yeah. uh, well, you hit North Texas, Oklahoma, somewhere along the lines, but I know that was a, a special time in, um, in your life just because as, as a performer, because yeah. when you when you did the show here in Austin, man, I mean, I mean, you 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 let us know what was going on as far as how you were feeling, you know, as far yeah. as your voice and everything. But he's like, yo, I'm gonna give it my all. Yeah. And honestly, everybody that was in that crowd, they could understand that you had something was going on. Yeah. They all were giving props and saluting for the way that you soldiered through that. And you're like, I gotta give you props personally. I told you that after the show, but yeah, I gotta tell you that, you know, so everybody can hear, man. That was one of the 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 most like that was that was a flu game like MC right. type of thing, man. Like you, you yeah. really, you know, like you were apologetic, but it's like, yo, man, you, you ain't gotta apologize. Like you still put on a, you know, a, a great show. Nah, thank you, man. I appreciate that. You know what's crazy too? Because I remember that show, and then so it was Austin, San Antonio. San Antonio it was after that, yeah. And then um, OKC was after that, and OKC, OKC was the show, yeah. Where it went really bad. Like yeah, OKC yeah. was when I was like, yo, when I got home, when I get home, I got to figure this out. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, because I went, I went both so, nights. So the, the <laughs> one on um in Austin was on a Sunday, and then uh, San Antonio was on Monday. Okay. And then like, yeah, Monday night, I was like, yeah, my, my guy's down bad. Like you could just, you could just see. Yeah. Me. And, and when, when I got to OKC, man, like that was the one when it, it was over, like I had no voice. Like that was the one when I had to lip sync the whole show. Yeah. And you know, I told the crowd ahead of time with the whisper voice, like, yo, this is going to be a different night. I literally can't perform, but I'm going to do it on some lip sync and shit because y'all yeah. came out. You know, it's cold out, whatever, whatever. Y'all came, y'all spent y'all money. That's we got to rock. Just bear with me. And um, I'm glad it happened in OKC because they were so understanding. If that shit was New York, it would have been bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that shit was New York, it would have been bad. Like, the whole time I was like, yo, this thing might go a different way. And when I did it and everybody rocked and showed love and I'm sitting there literally lip syncing to the joint. Like my man Rashid Hadi is playing the album. He's not yeah. playing the show track. He's yeah. playing. I said, yo, bro, just play Retropolitan. Just play the album. You know what I mean? And like I'm lip syncing the whole shit. Like just remembering it now. I'm like, damn, that shit was wicked. Like It was yeah. crazy. But they, the, yo, the crowd showed so much love. I was ready to get chewed on social media. Not one post. No. Not one post no. of somebody That's like, no. Shit was weird. He did the lips and I just told heads ahead of time what it was, and you know they understood. And then, and I've told this story before, but and then you know I gave everybody free merch. That was the way I made it right. You know what I mean? Because I was like, listen, I'm not trying to lose this equity within people and and how they look at me and knowing what I stand for and the fact that they believe in my brand. So I was like, yo, don't leave when the show is over. I got something for y'all. And I just met. I just ran to the merch table when the show was over. And I gave everybody free merch and people was giving me money. I was like, nah, nah, it's on me tonight. And, you know, they, they that stuck with them. But if I was in New York, I would have got you. You know what I mean? Like if I was home, it would have been bad because it's just a different beast in New York. So, yeah. you know, I'm I'm um, I'm happy it happened there. And then, yeah, we had like three or four more shows after that. But I had some nice breaks in between. So I was able to figure it out. And then that was it, man. And, and you know, then I had the surgery and not to make the episode about that, sure. but oh, you know, yeah. then I had the surgery and, and you know, the whole nine. Um, and thank God I'm back. Like everything is smooth now. My voice, obviously you can hear the difference. Yeah. yeah. But it's been a little over a year, 
you know, and I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yo, yo, one more thing, Phil. Yo, I got I gotta thank you because um not only obviously do we hold you a high regard, but we hold El Zion in like like that same type of highest regard. So to have him yeah. out on the road and know how he's you know, like that's not his flow all the time, like to necessarily right. be out on the road. So the fact that you chose that to be your partner to get out there, like for Oh yeah. Man. I just felt like it was something that made sense. You know, when I was building the show, mm-hmm. you know, I put my people's, you know, of course, like Landon Wordswell and Fillmore Green and, you know, 60 East and High D and all of them. And I was like, yo, who could I have with me that's as far as like bringing the people out? Yeah. I'm bringing people and this person will bring people and who who would it be? And I was just thinking of people and L just kept coming up. And now L was already my man, you know what I mean? But yeah. he just kept coming up in my mind, like, yo, L, L, L. I was like, all right, let me hit son. And then, you know, we just built. He was like, yeah, I'm all the way with it. You know what I mean? And, and we rocked yeah, that out. That, and we, that's we a crazy run, line of the East Coast run and the West Coast run. I got a, I got a crazy video. I got a, like, a, like I'm literally right in front of that. I got to post that. I'll tell you in the sky. I'll okay. Post Audition the tape. I got you guys doing um Eastern um Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference also. Also. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah. So it was it was dope, man. You know what I mean. So shout out to my bro Elzai. You know, so that that was a good time, man. But now I'm all the way back. My voice is back. You know, I'm vaxxed up, and you know, hopefully this this COVID thing kind of calms down a little more, and and we can kind of get where we need to be and rock and roll. You know, man. Yep. Yeah, man. So 2021 rolls around. Yeah. And all the brilliant things, man. Yeah. Woo! This is uh it's it's almost it's almost hippie season. Well it is hippie season when we we're about to start doing our end of the uh year awards. Yeah. You already you already know what time it is. Um we 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 haven't announced any of the nominees that we do yet. We we've been doing this since we started the show really in twenty well actually we started it before the show when we was doing the blog. So we've been doing this what vibe? 11 years now yeah about they're about yeah you you've been nominated you've won before but oh, yeah. this <laughs> this, yeah. this is different when you talk about everything you talk about artwork that like the album cover just the the beats the rhymes like vada tell you my 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 uh my my favorite joint is is you and apollo brown that's that's my favorite work that you have Mm-hmm. This, I think, is your best work, though. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, without a doubt. And and first off, I appreciate you know y'all feeling the way you feel about the record. Um, absolutely, and you know that's the way it's supposed to be, right? Mm. Like every time you put out a record or you create a painting or whatever it is that you do, it's supposed to be better than your last joint. You know what I mean? And I remember being in. I don't know if I was in high school or college, whatever it might have been, but I remember reading an Eminem article and this shit always stuck with me. I remember reading an Eminem article and they was having a similar uh, discussion and he was saying, yeah, this is my best joint because if it's not, I should have stopped at the last one. Everything I do now is supposed to be better than what I did yesterday. And that always stuck with me. Always stuck with me, man. How, whatever, whenever that was, that always stuck with me. I never forgot that shit. You know what I mean? So, um, it has to be, you know, and I'm like, we grew up with a lot of different artists who we love and who are our favorites and people that we go to bat for and we go to war for every day. But pretty much all of them, with the exception of like Big, because Big only had two albums, pretty much all of them, there's a moment where you may be like, yeah, that one wasn't really rocking. You know what I mean? Like, there's a moment where you'd be like, yo, I love so-and-so. They're my favorite artist ever. 
that third one or that fifth one or that that fourth or that second, whatever it is, you might be like, yeah, that that one wasn't really rocking. But all the other shit was crazy though, so they undeniable. Yeah. They the goat. You know what I mean? Like whoever that person may be in your repertoire of who you love. My thing was, I'm never gonna be that guy. You know what I mean? And 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 I think so far so good. Not to even sound funny or, or pat myself on the back, but I think so far so good. You know, somebody put up something the other day. Literally the other day, they took a they made a collage. Mm-hmm. Of like all my albums it wasn't yep. even like all my projects it wasn't you know mixtapes and eps because it's like 25 projects it was just full-on albums so it was like maybe eight or nine ten joints and um they made a photo collage and it was like a meme and it said this man has literally never missed you know what i mean so like and that for me that's what it's about that's what and, it's and, about. and that's a fact though in some of the greats, like I, I don't, I don't have to throw. That's what I'm saying. We don't even gotta name names, but but we but all have they, those people they have missed love. You when when you deliver, you deliver in in like that's what I like. Like people say, oh man, they they like people put out projects every couple weeks or whatever, and I'm like, that's cool. Right, but right. I'd rather have an artist that I love put out one project every other year that's mm-hmm. fire all the way through that's well thought out well planned yeah. out they took their time with it then to have a bunch of rush jobs everybody can't put out you know everybody can't be on that no limit plan where you putting out albums every three weeks right i mean that 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 everybody's not built like that and music but shouldn't even be digested like that for a lot yeah. of for it works for certain things and certain people can get that off but I don't think it should be like that with music. You know what I mean? At least not as far as an artist. You know, as far as a label or a crew, yeah, because it's different artists, right? Like if artist A has been working on the album for a year, they put it out. Two weeks later, artist B put their record out, but they was working on that for a year. A week after mm-hmm. that, artist C. So like a No Limit Cash Money, like that works because it's a label. But if you're an artist, they're putting out a, a mixtape every week and every day. And a, that, uh, nah, B, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Nah, like create the music and let it be great and then let the music breathe and let it live yeah. and let the people fall in love with it and relate to it and and yeah, go grow back with it. it over and over and become one with it. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't put out projects every couple years or every 2 3 5 years. I don't believe in that either because we live in an era now where you got to come with it and you got to have mind space, right? You got to keep mind space in people's minds. You got to keep space yeah. in people's minds like don't forget that I'm here. I know it's a lot of other people moving in the house, but that room in the corner upstairs, that's me. I live in that room. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it's about. So I drop every year. You know, I drop one a year and I promote it for a year and I shoot videos and da-da-da-da-da and everything. And I do interviews with brothers like y'all. And then boom, a year later, we rolling again, you know, and we just keep this thing going. So it's a nice balance. It's a nice in-between, you know? Yeah. yeah. Now, w- what do you think about that, though? Like, do you think it, that's the reason why some people do it as to try to keep that top of mind awareness to where that's why they're putting out so much music or is oh, without it- a doubt, without a doubt, it's, it's, it's trying to stay hot. It's trying to stay relevant. It's yo, how you going to get people talking today? Yo, what if you put out a song every day? Yo, what if you put out a tape every, you know, every weekend or like, you know, what I mean, it's it becomes like what can get people talking and keep people talking it's almost gimmicky you know what i mean like it's almost gimmicky even if every tape and every mix you know every freestyle whatever is fire it still feels almost gimmicky you know for me i just want the people to live with the music i want people to relate to it right like 
if you're doing stuff that does that that's easy to break down and people get it on one listen then okay cool like you know maybe you can pull that off but if you're doing stuff where it's really art right and you got to look at it and oh wow i didn't even peep that color right there i didn't even peep how if you look in the eyes of this painting it does this i ain't even peep if you do that takes time you don't go to the museum and look at that once and keep it moving like you stand in front of the joint at the museum for like 10 minutes and you're just looking at it, you know what i mean like that's yeah, the way yeah. it works so it's the same thing with the music where like you want people to relate to it see themselves in it become one with it you want people to really connect to it and you can't do that dropping like this and, and people get it same thing with the fans though like as a fan you can't listen to a record once and be like oh i got it you know what i mean like you just can't oh, yeah. you can't you can't tell me you listen to the record once and you could write a review on it right away and you get it and you understand that da, 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 whatever whatever you, you can't do that you know what i mean like there's no way not with my music there is music out yeah. there you could do that with but with my music the way i write my music you can't do that you gotta even if you wind up not being able to connect to it and relate you can't say you listen to it once and you got it all. There's no possible way. I no. listen to the shit and be like, damn, I really said that? And I wrote it. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'll listen back and be like, yo, damn. damn. Well, well, we, we got a rule. That, you know what I mean? We got a rule, like, like on the on like the, the, the IG, we don't even post nothing until we until we've listened to it at least three times. Right. Like, I don't care who it is, our favorite artist. Who it is? We don't we don't post an album or make comments about it until we listen to it three times. Right. Because that's, that's how it should be. And then you still got to live with it a little bit. Right. And then you still get to find stuff in it later. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. You know what I mean? Like that's the beauty of it because every time you look, we're celebrating an anniversary. You know, we just had twenty five years of Iron Man, twenty five mm -hmm. years of Reasonable Doubt, twenty five years of of it was written. You know, all these different Little things. Kim. You right, know, the absolutely. That '96 class was crazy. Right, Foxy Joint. You know, we yeah. can't. They lost soul. Stakes is high. Right, you know what I'm saying. So, like, you know, we're always celebrating these 15, 20, 25, these milestone, you know, years for these albums. And the reason why we do that is because they're so great and they have that lasting power. You know, like a lot of records came out 25 years ago, but we're not every every week. Oh, remember so and so came. We're not doing that. We're only doing that with the records that made that impact and really, really was that great and stood the test of time and made it where 25 years later, you're still listening to it. You're still bumping it. You're still excited about it. You're treating it like it just came out yesterday. Right. So the way I make my music is, is kind of of the same accord where 20, 25 years from now, I want people to be like, yo, it's a 25 year anniversary of all the brilliant things yo god i can't believe it's 25 years already i'm still finding stuff in it you know what i mean like you could listen to it was written and and, and still find stuff in it you could listen to black girl lost and be like damn i ain't even peep he said that i ain't even catch when son said da 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 da, da. like yeah. that's what it's about that's the beauty of it and that's what my music is because you're gonna listen to it a hundred times and then on, on 101 you're gonna be like wow i just peeped what he said advice from candace owens and 50 dollars from virgil the lights be off-white, so you thinking, how could they burn you? Same as the hole in your pocket left to confirm you. Oh, shit, what? I heard this song a hundred times. I ain't peeped that. Virgil, off-white, Candace Owens, $50. Oh, shit, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what it's about. Yeah. So my so my son uh, was born in 2014, and he's just turned seven. Okay. And, um, like, during the quarantine, we were all at home. So I got two two young boys. So 
like I would be playing music, you know, play tribe and all that stuff. But he would be like, hey, play me something from when the year I was born. I'm like, all right, cool. Like 2014, mm -hmm. what we got? Like he like he's a super duper basketball head. Like, you know, we super. play basketball, like play basketball all day. Like, you know, nice. like go, go to all the games and whatnot. So he's he likes Dame. Mm -hmm. He's like, play some Dame. I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know, play Dame or whatever. And I'm like, yo, you might like this record. This was actually made in, in 2014. Um, check it out. So I played Four Bar Friday. Mm. And, um, you know, Dame's at the end, you know, whatnot. He's like, yo, these, yo, these dudes is... is he's know, seven talking like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I mean, like, that's we play, play hip-hop all No, no, like, like yeah. he's he's like a, a hoop like, yeah, yeah, yeah. head, like, for yeah, real, for real. But, like, that's crazy. But, so, like, so... You know, I had a hoop installed in my, in my driveway, and he was like, "Yo, play, play four bar Friday." We had a, a little playlist or whatever. <laughs> and one day he was like, "I want you to explain this to me because they're talking about a lot of stuff in here." Like, he's like, "What did he mean by Rondo?" Like, you know, so like what you're talking about, like finding stuff out. I'm like, "Oh man, Rondo's really good at Connect Four. Right. He's like, right. He put that in his song. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, because like if you look at like so it's four bars and then like connect four, he's connecting, he's connecting with Torre, like yeah. it's like a whole thing. And he's like, yo, that's incredible. He's like, man, he was like, he's like, so he's so, he, so basically what we did was we kind of almost did a scavenger hunt. Like I took the lyrics and I'm just like, we're just gonna go through each bar and I'm gonna Pretty try wild. to show it to you, like you know, so like. Yeah. Like, as clean as possible, because it's like what it's, I remember like, with that record. No, nah, we, we like might have been acting up on that. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I only I only played it the clean version. Like when okay. with, um, with Tor ends the record with Marty Gones, like that that doesn't come up. Right. right. <laughs> okay. But but um but yeah, so we just did like a scavenger hunt. So he's just like, all right, so like show me Rondo, show me where Rondo was playing Connect Four. So we went through that. Like show me show me this, show me that, and it's a testament to what you're saying as far as like how things are layered. Mm -hmm. Because there were like at least like 30 different things between the two of y'all that we went and like just looked on the internet and he was just like the other music that we listen to when we're hooping doesn't do but, that. It doesn't do that. And I'm like, yo, yeah. you're yeah, at the time he was six. I'm like, yo, you're six and you can see that. Yeah, that that's crazy. First of all, that's that's a testament to you. You know what I mean? Because that's Appreciate incredible, that. man. So salute to you on that. But yeah, you know that that's what it's about, man. That, that's what it's about. And you know, I tell people all the time. It's not only about the type of stuff I do, you know, you got to have balance, right? Like if you go to, you know, it's a Friday night, you go to a strip club, you and your boys, you're not trying to hear records that do that because that's not the time for that. You know what I mean? Like it's like having a Christmas tree up in July. Like it's not the time for that. You know what I mean? Like you go to a strip club with your boys, you're supposed to be listening to Migos. You're supposed to be listening to young Dolph rest in peace you're supposed to be listening to those that's what it's there for you know what I'm saying like that fits that mold but when you're in the crib and you're chilling or you're driving to work or you're at work or you're studying or you don't that's when somebody like me comes into play yeah. or you vibing and you're trying to get to a certain space because you may be going through this that or the other that's when somebody like me comes into play so it's, it's, it's all about balance you know absolutely man now my my situation is different because because my daughter she 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 likes she's she's so much like like me like she likes what she likes and like i always try to turn on the new stuff now you do got a couple of joints that she rock with she likes luxury she's a little she's a little bit older than uh than zach 
Um, but yes, luxury is a drip. But that's also my wife' uh, favorite song uh, of yours is is uh, okay. luxury. Um, and um, finesse everything. I said he said he was broke when they did the luxury vid, man. <laughs> yeah. Look look at him now. Look look yeah. look at everybody yeah, now, man. man. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, I remember when we shot that video. Yep. Yeah. Finesse everything is the is the other joint that because uh, I, I I play stuff in the car like every morning we, we do uh we do music to drive by so I play her something different every day and yeah. just 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 to see what her reaction gonna be so the couple times uh, your joints came on sometimes it's just random or sometimes I pick something specific so finesse everything and and um and luxury got the two biggest reactions from her which is nice she's she's unimpressed by everything so right, no, I get it. Got... She's, she's a teenage girl like i get it you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. I, I totally get it so if it ain't durko or one of them i, I get it <laughs> no you know no not not even them like like she's she she it, it's so rare to see her react to anything like her poker okay. face is crazy okay. like like it it'll, it'll be something like the the one thing that that got her that always gives her the smile is you can't stop the rain and it's funny that 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 became such a thing because of uh bmf but the yeah. big and shack song because oh i used God, to play it all great. the time it's so great yeah i used to all so she always gets a reaction off of that made you look and um can i kick it those those three songs i know i can okay. and more recently uh uh uptown anthem that was like that one was a, surprise. a nice mix i wasn't going i wasn't on. ready for that <laughs> you got a nice mix going on yeah oh no all i'm, I'm, I'm all flavor. over the place with mine but yeah, yeah she's, she's, she's yeah and then uh we we play a little we played a little mj we went to the 80s these guys got me to play some 80s music yeah so i hit her with uh some off the wall and she 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 thought that was pretty cool absolutely Phil, I gotta, I gotta ask. I, this, this is a personal question that, um, in terms of like, uh, you, you mentioned, um, made you look, Phil. It made me think of this. So we we're watching the verses. You got on the Knicks hat. We we're watching the verses with the locks. You're one of the pr people that we thought about because we know how, in, in, in the high regard that you hold, Jason Phillips, aka Absolutely. Absolutely. And, At a raw warm up, it's just a glimpse into how you felt seeing your guy kind of just get that moment like that like I obviously Man. from a fan standpoint but from a from from an MC standpoint and like just from we know how you you know how you feel about him like as a, yeah. as a MC like how did that feel to see him get that moment like that man it was amazing man you know it was um it was like being a teenager like being in high school all over again yeah you know I mean it was like ninth grade all over I remember when they did the chest to chest freestyle on there Woo. I, I pulled out the phone and I filmed the TV and I'm spitting the whole joint. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm, I'm spitting and I sent it to him. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm spitting and I texted to him. I was like, bro, I was in the ninth grade and I texted him that with, with the video. You know what I mean? Because like, oh, so, you know, so great. Late bro. night, you outside with the nine. You ain't got chips. Fuck the world. You got you chips. Got chips. You fuck the next minute girl. girl. It's not harsh, but they've been ripped apart. My world with drugs to rule. Selling crack was cool. Yo, I like I know that whole shit. And like the fact that they did that, you would have never you couldn't have paid me to think that they would have did that joint yeah. freestyle off a of clue tape from 97. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So like when that happened, I was like, yo, and I right away. I just pulled out the phone and started filming the screen and was kicking it and just spitting the whole shit out. You know what I'm saying? All three of them. And I was like, yo, and I sent it to son, like, yo, psst, listen, be like, 
this is why this is a huge reason why I do what I do the right. way I do it. Right. Because of these moments, man. Yeah. Like because of going to school with the clue tape on and hearing them LOX chest to chest, back to back, being like, what the back fuck the is back. going on? You know what I'm saying? Like at 14, being like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Oh my God, you hear this? Like, and I'm sitting on the train losing it at 14. So like going back to what you said. It just embodied and encapsulated all of that, man. Yeah. And, and it was beautiful, you know. First of all, it was beautiful for New York, just for both crews yeah. to, you know, be up there getting it. But I, I had made it very clear on social media. I was like, yo, man, I love Cam. I love the dips. It's New York all day. This is the LOX lane over here, baby. Yeah. Like, Same. I'm on, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's an LOX lane over here, baby. Like, this, this is what we do on this side. So, you know, it was dope, man. And for all three of them, you know, I know it's become the Jada show because sure. you know, he just stood out so much because, you know, the way it broke down a lot of his solo freestyles and all that. But all three of them, man, you know, they tore it down. And I knew what it would be because I've seen them live before. Exactly. I've actually done shows with them. Like I opened up a couple joints for them. And I remember the first time I went on, like right before them, like, you know, they headlined and I was like right under them. It was 2015 off of uh, Music For My Friends. We did a joint in Brooklyn and I saw them and it was it was ballistic. Like the hour and a half of them just going ballistic, all three of them. And I was like, these motherfuckers is insane on the stage. But I had already seen them perform just growing up. but. Just seeing them bring it back and just, I was like, yo, what? Like, they stage show was impeccable. So I knew, like, I knew what it was going to be. You know what I mean? And that's what I kept trying to tell everybody. We we had people in, in like, uh, friends of ours in our group chat and everything and just different people saying, like, the, oh, the dips is going to smoke a lot. And I'm like, no. Oh, a lot of people were saying that. People was hitting it, me like, yo, the dips is going to do it. I don't know if they're going to be able to hang. I was like, let me tell you something, B. Let me tell you something about LOX. Yeah, when them three dudes go get on that way. stage, it, it ain't gonna go that way. I'm nah, nah, but the dips got. I'm ready, and the dips got. I really mean it. Yeah, them shits is dope. I'm telling you where it's gonna go. It's gonna go to LOX, man. And it went. You know, what I mean? like those, those is my superheroes, man. Like, and Same. I know them. I know them personally through the music, and we've done you know a couple records, handful of records, and all that. Every time I speak to them, I greet them the same way. Every time I go, yo, y'all my superheroes, man. Every yeah. single time. Like, whenever I text with Styles or Jada or see them in person, the three of them, Sheik, whatever, I'm always like, yo, y'all my superheroes, man. Straight up and down. I never let that be lost on them. Like, nah, y'all my superheroes. You know what I mean? Like, straight up. We, we yeah, got man. a thing that we say in our crew, man. We, we live our life by locks bars, man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. Fact. That's it's awesome. Fact. You know what I mean? That, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, one more thing. Um, uh, we, Do that. Hold on. I'm gonna be right back. Hold up. Was that your favorite verses though? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, without like a doubt. Just, just based off. Of, like that's what yeah, I thought. Just I thought based that. off of the joints they did. Like. I mean, just the, the fact that they did chest to chest. You yeah, couldn't have yeah. paid me to think that they was going to do that. You know, know what I mean? Like, I that's a clue freestyle from 97. I remember I still have the tape. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I still got all my clue tapes. So I remember that joint. And I, when, the, when this shit came on, boom, boom, yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. They not yeah. doing that. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? whoa, whoa, whoa. And when they started kicking that shit, too many hate me lately. I act like this. Woo, I was like, oh my God, here we go. This is insane. And I'm yeah. screaming at the TV, spitting it. And I'm like, yo, I was in the ninth grade, B. Like, you couldn't tell me nothing about these guys. We, was we, there anything? We, we thought about you, though, man. Like, we thought yeah, about you. It's real. 
<laughs> I was gonna ask you, was there anything that they didn't do that you wanted that you wish they would have did? I can't even. Mm. I mean, did they do money power respect? They did. They they, they they hit him with a little bit of it. Because okay. by then it was already it was already it was over. Yeah. If Jada would have did six shots out of the West and so much purple, yeah. Yeah. 40 bars of terror. Yeah. yeah. But but he shouts Cam out on that. That's probably why he didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, he did. Because he said that, that would have been that would have made it off Cam. I got that off Cam, you know what I mean? So Cam would have been like, see, you know how Cam and Cam would have yeah. been like, see, yeah, yeah. see, I made y'all, you know what I mean? So that's probably why they didn't do that one. But that would have been mean if he did that. I always like when he tagged that um that uh that brand Nubian beat, the brand Nubian oh. moon beat, um, okay. back up on the wall. He went crazy on that. I don't know, man. I have to go back and, and see what they didn't do, but eh, it was so amazing, man. Yeah. It was bananas, man. It was bananas. Yeah, all right, that, all right. That, that's, that was by far my favorite verses. You already know what time it was. <laughs> I already Look know. Definitely, man. We appreciate you. Uh, once again, man, we are the heat holders. This is this is tissue at the table. We are rocking yes, with guys, we got them for a couple more minutes. Filmatic, what you got, man? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there yeah. We go. You ain't even yeah, opening. Man. So we we got. I'm, I'm for those that are listening to this. I'm holding up the vinyl of all the brilliant things, of course, written by Sky Zoo. I'm looking at this joint, man. It's so many gems on here. As you said, it's 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 a lot to digest, man. Um, but something I always go back to. I was supposed to be a trap rapper. Yeah. Yo. It's one of those things, man. I like I I don't I don't hate trap music, but I love when dudes that have a particular set of skills, such as yourself, you um, I've heard Royce do it, Conway, a bunch of a bunch of super dope MCs get on uh what would be considered a trap beat and it absolutely go fucking nuts. Make it make the way sense. You yeah. did. This that that what, what what was the like I I mean obviously the the concept like yo if I was gonna do it this is how it would have went. Mm-hmm. But what what are some of the reactions you've been getting from that particular song? Oh, it's been incredible. It's been absolutely lopsided. Everybody's like, yo, this shit's incredible. I love it. You know what I mean? Like, and doing it with the change up where it has the change up at the end where I rhyme mm-hmm. on the crap beat. Of course, you know, that was playing with fire. I could have been like, you know, oh man, I did this and now, you know, the hardcore quote unquote underground, you know, super backpack. And I hate the term, but super backpack only wear brown and tan. You know what I mean? Like, all <laughs> more, like it could have been. It could have been bad for that because it could have been like, yo, oh, he doing that. He trying to change and da da da. But they got it. They got the story. And everybody, every yeah. single person has been like, no, nah, that shit is nuts. Like, that record is it. That that record's insane. That's so, one of my favorite shits of 2021 by far. Just, yeah, just because. Just, you know, when I did the record originally, so I did the song and then um, it didn't have the trap part at the end. And. I said to myself, I said, okay, well, if I do this, people could be like, yeah, right. You saying, you know, you could have been a trap rapper. You supposed to be a trap rapper. Okay, that's cool. But I had to show and prove. You know what I mean? I had to I had to show and prove. So um, originally, I was just going to end the record with just, you know, the, the actual joint with just me rhyming, telling the story. 
And then I was like, nah, let me let me really go there. So I called my man Sam Illy, and um, you know, I said, yo, I, I need a trap beat. You know, I know it sound weird, but I, I need a trap beat. He was like, all right, cool, nah, I got you. And he's the same producer who did uh, he did Everybody's Fine. Um, he did okay. Short Money off of Peddler's Themes. So um, I don't know what made me call him, but I was like, yo, so I need a trap beat. He was like, I got you, yeah, yeah. Let me let me you know dig through some stuff, you know, whatever, whatever. And he sent me that. And I was like, oh yeah, this is great. And it was like, I think I did it like three in the morning because I record at the crib now. I record like right here in the next room. So, you know, I can record anytime I want. So it was like three in the morning. I wrote that shit in like 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Literally, I wrote that shit in 10 minutes. Paper made, trying to poke something back on me. I could float something. I wrote that shit in 10 minutes and just laid it down. And I was like, yeah, this this is what it's supposed to be. And then I like turned on some Migos to like get like the, the ad lib energy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and, and throw the ad lib in there and all that. So I, I turned on some Migos just to catch that vibe. And, you know, I threw the ad libs in there and that was it. You know what I mean? But I was like, yo, I. If I'm a, if I say I, I could have been this, I was supposed to be this, then I gotta be able to prove it. So that was the reason behind that. But the concept of the record was just it came from a conversation I had with one of my mans. And I've I've talked about this before, but um one of my mans was locked up. I've known him forever, you know, somebody I grew up with, you know, since Yay High. And I've talked about him on a lot of records, you know, people just don't know who I'm talking about. You know, you you would know if you was in a circle. Like Steel's apartment was about his house, you know what I mean? So like you know, um, gotcha. and that was 10 years ago. You know what I mean? That record was about his house. So, you know, um, he was locked up, whatever, whatever. And he called me and I actually mentioned him on um, Rich Rhetoric. And I was like, you know, I was writing and my man called me and he interrupted me writing and all that on the third verse. I'm talking about the same dude. So he called me, whatever, whatever. So I was in the middle of writing Rich Rhetoric. So I I wrote that in the, in the joint. Cool. Boom, boom. So then he called me again, you know, a couple weeks later, just keeping up. Yo, I'm home, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, yo, man, I'm trying to get into the rap shit, but on the business side. So, you know, you my brother. I've known you since we was like 14. You my brother. Yo, um, can you help me, you know, with the rap shit? You know, I'm trying to get some artists. I, I got a couple artists I've been rocking with, blah, 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 blah. You know, and, and I remember this is what spawned the record. He said, he said, the artists I got, you know, they doing, you know, they doing the drill shit, the Brooklyn drill shit. And he was like, I know you do like the, the the skateboard backpack, you know, the skateboard shit. And I laughed. I said, bro, I never made a skateboard record in my life. <laughs> so we started <laughs> laughing. And he was like, nah, nah, nah. He was like, you know, he was like, I ain't, I ain't mean it like that. You know, and I was like, nah, man, I know what you mean. Like, that's my brother. So I was like, I know what you mean, bro. I'm just fucking with you. But he was like, yeah, you know, you, you do the real shit. You do the traditional real shit. This is the, you know, some the, the shit the kids is fucking with the drill and all that. He was like, but I'm just trying to I'm trying to get it, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to get this paper. So he was like, yo, any way you can help me as far as the business end and who to deal with and just direct me and make sure I don't get rocked. I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely, whatever. So when I hung up the phone, that's when the idea came to me because I'm like, yo, all the people who are my fans and who look at me on one side of the fence would never know that somebody like this is somebody I grew up with. And there's like 30 of them that I grew up with. You know what I mean? Like, I was in a group with Stack Bundles. You know what I mean? Like, we was in a group <laughs> who was 18 years old. You know what I mean? So, like, there's like 30 of them type of guys I grew it's up with. It's like Beans and Black Thought. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, if yeah. if it, if I didn't grow up with them guys, you would the music wouldn't be the way it is. Because the stuff I talk about is very similar content to all that. It's just jazzy, quote-unquote, hip-hop 
you know, breakbeat type beats. But like, I'm talking about what's going on outside. I mean, the first record people heard from me was the Bodega. You know what I mean? Like, I took a a, a, a Ninth Wonder Little Brother type beat and I was talking about the corner store and my man's getting bagged in front of it and stashing rocks in the fridge and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I've been talking the same thing for a long time. Like, just telling these stories about how I grew up in my neighborhood and the people around me. And um, so moving forward, you know, I was like, dad, you know, people that are my hardcore fans probably would never even guess that I would be in the same room with these guys, let alone growing up with, with them and, 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 you know, popping bottles in the club with them and, and getting collect calls from the jail from them. Like you wouldn't even put the two together. And that's how the record came about. And the title, because I always come up with the titles first and the title literally hit me first. And I was like, I was supposed to be a trap rapper. Like, I really, really was. If you think about the way I grew up, the guys I grew up around, the music we was listening to, you know, we was all listening to the locks. We was all listening to Rough Riders, Bad Boy, Rockefeller, you know, all that. Yeah. But I was also listening to The Roots. I was also listening to Tribe and De La and Slumville, Dilla. And then later on, you know, like after college, Ninth and LB and all that. Like, I was bringing that to the neighborhood. And my peoples wasn't up on that. It was like, yo, who's Dilla? Who's Slumville? I'm like, nah, man, Q-Tip, Vibrant Thing, the biggest record on the radio last year. Oh, oh, word, word, word. Oh, son did that? Oh, okay, that's dope. You know what I mean? It was like that type of thing. But like, I was bringing that shit to the neighborhood. My friends was not privy to none of that. You know what I mean? So, so you was I, us. Huh? <laughs> so you was us. <laughs> right, exactly. So so if I, if I followed the path that I grew up on, I absolutely would have been a trap rapper. Right. Without a doubt. You know what I mean? I absolutely would have been a trap rapper. But I was exposed to other stuff, be it, you know, going to different schools, being in college, meeting different people, my ear being a certain way, being attracted to jazz as well as street hip hop. And that, and this combination of things is what made me who I am, which is pretty rare in hip hop to be like, I, right, he rocks with this, but he also rocks with that. But he found a way to do it seamlessly where the two could be in the same room together. But... You would think it don't make sense, but it makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, you uh, would think it don't make sense, but damn, he he makes it make sense, and the shit is right. You know, and that's the sound. That's the skies who sound. That's what I built. Yeah, yeah man, and, and and it's it's brilliant, man. And Thank um, are we gonna we gonna get you out of here because I know you you got business to handle, but I, I have to imagine the 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 price had to go up because I I know you you I know you do a a, a lot of bit of ghostwriting. So I, I I imagine you got you got a whole new uh, clientele when they heard that drum. Uh You oh, don't have to answer that. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just I'm gonna just assume. That you talking about the trap rapper joint? Yeah. Well, the thing is, I was already writing you know trap rap stuff for people. You know what I mean? So it was nothing to tap back into that bag because I'm in that bag all the time. You know what I mean? I I was already you know I'm ghostwriting trap type joints and kind of grand larger than life joints and all these different things for for different artists you know what i'm saying so like there's nothing for me to tap into that bag but um yeah it's just just i think what it did was it, it helped bridge the gap of the fan bases a little bit which is cool it helped like certain fans on one side of the fence understand what it really is and know that there was a time where like NWA and a Tribe Called Quest did shows and tours together. Like yeah. it was a time where that, That's you know a fact. I mean? like Public Enemy and Kid and Play was doing shows together. Like there was a time when that was happening. That you know, is, it's called balance. 
Houdini and Too Short were on a tour together. That's, that's, that's a thing that happened. It's yeah. called balance. <laughs> you know I mean? and, and I Will think Smith nowadays, and, and I think nowadays, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's a thing. I hear you. Nah, I said um, DJ uh, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince and Two Live Crew. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Shout to Jeff too. Jeff, Jeff is my man, and Will. Will's my man as well. Both of them. I actually spoke to both of them last week. But um, you know, it's it's called balance, and I think nowadays the fans are the ones who create the divide so much within hip hop. But the crazy thing about it is that it's coming from a good place. They got the right intentions, right? Like if a fan is like, "Yo, man, nah, nah, fuck that trap shit. You gotta listen. This guy's who." They're standing up for me. They're sticking up for me and LB and Slum and, and Elzai. And, you know, they're st sticking up for us. You know what I mean? So they're, in their mind, they're doing the right thing. And they are. But they don't know how much we all kind of blend with one another in, in our worlds and how we're fans of one another. You know what I mean? So, you know, a lot of times the fans create the divide, but it's coming from a genuine good place. So that's the tricky part. Like, how can you be mad at them for wanting to do the right thing? You know what I mean? So it, it makes it tricky. But, you know, at the end of the day, as long as the music is getting played and the music is being supported and the people see themselves in the music, to me, that's all that matters, you know? And, and when it came down to this album, you know, I know we didn't touch on it too crazy outside of how strongly you guys feel for it, which I thoroughly appreciate, you know, but the album being about gentrification and cultural appropriation, you know, it was something that I wanted to tackle. It was something that I wanted to tackle in a certain way and I knew no one else was really, really doing it that way. And it just took a hold of me and I was like, yo, I'm, this is gonna be a conceptual album from A to Z. So yeah, there's no quote unquote female joint, like a chick joint, you know what I mean? There's no, even though Bodega Flowers kind of feels like it and the women adapt to that more and that's the one that went viral on TikTok and all that stuff. But you know, um, there's no quote unquote chick record there's no quote unquote spitter. You know, a spitter is like an Eastern Conference All-Stars where you just dumb yeah. it out. You know what I mean? Like, there's no spitter on it. There's no, you know what I mean? Like, all the records are telling a story. All the records are telling this one story. It's a book and it's 14 chapters in the book and every song is a chapter. Boom, boom. You know, and, and that's that was the beauty of it. And there's nothing else like it, man. You know, there's moments where I'm telling this story about gentrification and cultural appropriation and what's been taken from us and i'm able to put quadruple entendres in there you know what i mean like that's something first of all heads is doing doubles and getting praised for it right heads is doing double entendres and getting praised for it i did a double double you know what i mean like multiple times so like you know i said same corner loops we was raised on flip a to z and cruise word to a phase on all love you know what i mean so like even with that that's two bars and it's it's four entendres in that. You know what I mean? Like in two bars, you know? Same corner loops we was raised on. Flip A to Z and cruise. Where do a phase on all love? So for the people listening and watching, flip A to Z and cruise. So you're trying to get from A to Z. You're trying to get this and flip it to that and get up out of here. Like that's the goal, right? Like especially if you outside, you're trying to get this, get that and get up out of here you know but even if you're doing it in a clean way you're trying to take this money that you got saved and invested in this and get up out of here meaning do something else and get to the end goal you know a to z and cruise like you're trying to get up out of here word to a phase on all love so okay flip a to z and cruise you got it in that way then az flip a to z and cruise az the rapper his name is anthony cruise so yeah. flip a to z and cruise word to a phase on 
okay, AZ the rapper, AZ Cruz, but then also AZ Faison from the Paid and Full era with yep. Cole and Rich and all that. So AZ from in that crew, his last name is Faison. So you got AZ the rapper, and then you got AZ the hustler. AZ Cruz, flip A to Z and Cruz, word to a Faison, all love, because then you got Faison, Faison love, the actor. So it goes all these different ways. So that's four. That's four and two bars. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> better than y'all. And then and then, yeah, and like, then cru- cruise doubt. and cruise. Like cruise and then right. cruise. Yeah. So exactly. You know what I mean? Flip A to Z and cruise word to a phase on all love. Or whichever <laughs> part that the phase on. Hundred thousand years in the coop to set the stage for a scene set. Play your role and bet your scene stretch. Carry the loop forever like it was Keith Sweat. Bet it last. So like make it last forever. Keith Sweat. Mm-hmm. Carry the loop forever. Mariah Carey sampled that and she redid it. When you sample something, it lives on forever because it continues to go. So carry the loop forever. Like it keep sweat. Better Yo, laugh. man. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what, the thing. What, they, what else they, is to say? They just fly. They fly at you. You know what I mean? So you caught one and here go three more. And then there's, then there's another one and there's another double. Then there's one and there's a quadruple. They fly at you. You know what I mean? So, you know, people... People be like, oh, Sky album is crazy without even catching all of it. They'll be like, yeah, yeah, his album's crazy. His album's crazy. Yeah, it's definitely top five. No, 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 it's not top five. It's top one because there's nobody doing that. You know what I mean? There's nobody doing that and making it make sense. When people try to do that, they try to do that and they have the capability of doing it. They're super dope lyricists and they get busy, but it don't make sense in the context of the song. It don't make sense in the context of the writing. It don't they make just sense. They're saying it to say it. It's exactly. It sounds forced. If you doing some shit like that, you know, I'm gonna hit him with a double or a triple or a quadruple. I'm gonna do that on a spitter. I did that shit on a record talking about gentrification and made it make sense where you didn't even realize that's what I was feeding you until you already ate it. Like that's the difference between that album and whatever else came out this year and whatever else might come out in the next six weeks or whatever's left in the right. year. Nobody's doing that. So it ain't top five of the year, it's top one of the year. You know what I mean? Like. Straight yeah. up, man. So yeah. you know, so ladies and gentlemen, yeah, all all the brilliant things. I'm yeah. I'm holding it in here. I got this the Bodega Flowers edition. To, yeah. to, you know, so this this one this this one is never getting open. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna cop another one. I was about to I'm, say because because that you can't find you can't find the vinyl online right now. I think I have like three myself. Like you can't even find the vinyl. Yeah. I know we about to re up on it. Um, if you go on Discogs or whatever, it's it's ringing off for a couple hundred. Oh but, no, it, it's it's up there because I, I I saw one just. I was like, if I ever get down bad, I know no. Nah. <laughs> like, right, but, right. Uh, no, you could definitely you could definitely you know pay a car note or something with one. You know, no, I'm, I'm a, but um, because I was but, trying to get I was trying to get the Easy Truth vinyl. And, yeah. and that's what and that's where I saw this and I was like oh that's crazy yeah I was like this joint is up there already but because the easy truth is up there like that yeah um but yeah man I, real quick because I like again I I know I, I said that like 10 minutes ago but the album cover like yeah. talk about you've mentioned it a couple of times on social media but for the for the people please tell them who did the artwork on on the album cover and the inspiration behind it Oh man, it's a super dope artist named Matt Rockefeller. Um, I think he's out of Portland. We never met. Everything was email. You know, we, we live in a digital world. Digital world. I was listening to some lo-fi, which I absolutely love. I listen to lo-fi like every other day at minimum. 
And um, there's an artist by the name of Kupla, really, really dope producer. Uh, I think he's from Netherlands or, or Poland or something like that. And um, anyway, so he has this lo-fi album with all his beats and the cover was just amazing. I was like, yo, who is this? So let me backtrack, let me backtrack. So I'm in New York, uh, you know I live in Atlanta now, but I'm in New York in February, 2020, working on the album, working on all the brilliant things. And um, right before COVID hit. So I'm in New York, February, 2020, and I'm walking through my old neighborhood in the sty and all that. And I'm right there on that corner on Fulton and Franklin. And I look over and I just see this huge construction going on of what used to be a supermarket. And I was like, yo, and it just, it blew me away. I pulled out my phone, I took a picture of it. I was like, yo, I gotta come back here and do a photo shoot in front of this construction site. Like this, it hit me right then. I was like, this is the cover. This is the cover for the album. I was like, me and Miles is gonna come back up here, my son Miles. I was like, me and Miles is gonna come back up here. We're gonna do a photo shoot in front of this. That's gonna be the album cover for this, you know, for the record. A month later, COVID hits. Everything's going crazy. Everything's shut down. You can't leave your house, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, damn, how am I gonna get this cover done? And um, I really didn't wanna abandon the concept of my son and I standing in front of that building and, and the construction site and all that. Cause I just felt like it spoke volumes. And something just said, yo, man, what if you just got it animated? You know what I mean? Like, what, what if you just got it drawn? What if you just got it, you know, done as, you know, an illustration, a cartoon, whatever you want to call it. And, um, you know, so I did that. So, man, we doctored it, man. My son and I took a picture in my driveway <laughs> pointing up at my house. And I sent that picture and I sent the picture from my phone of the building to the dude, Matt. And, and I explained the same way I'm explaining to y'all, I explained to him what I wanted and he was able to put the two together and make that. You know, I, like I said, I found him on the Coopla joint on that kid Coopla's album. And um, I just did the Googles like, yo, who did this artwork? And I found it, found his website, reached out to Son. He hit me right back and, you know, we worked it out. And I told him, I said, yo, I was going to do a photo shoot, but da 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 da, COVID, whatever. Here's the actual site. And here's a picture of my son and I pointing up and I need you to put the two together and turn it into one. Two weeks later, he sent that and he was like, yo, let me know if you need any changes. And I was like, change what? <laughs> like, yeah. we good, baby, like change nothing. We good, like tell me where to send the rest of this bread. We good. And that was it. So, you know, he did an amazing, amazing job yes, with sir. it. Man. And um, the little Easter eggs, the yuppie couple in the corner, the brownstones in the back, right next to the, you know, if, if when you flip the back, the brownstones right next to the construction site, the little Easter eggs all over it, you know? And um, he, we, we sat down and just built on emails back and forth and we knocked that out. And it has a feel, I remember Mike at Mellow, shout out to Mike at uh, Mellow Music Group. He was like, yo, it has like a Disney feel, but I think that's the allure of it. He was like, I love it. And I was like, yeah, it feels like a Disney, like when you look at it, it looks like a Disney record. It looks like a Disney children's book. Yeah. When you see it, it's like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, it looked like some Disney shit. Then when you press play, all that talk and that activity is the complete polar opposite, you know? And, and that's what makes it make sense. So, so um, I didn't get Disney from it. I'm going to tell you what, when I first saw it, it, you, you remember, remember Creep Show, the movie Creep Show? So, I may have to do some Google. So, so if you have a specifically Creep Show 2, so what it is, is basically a comic book, but it, it comes to life. In long story less long, 
it starts out as animation and then it flips to live, live action. action okay so like he he it's all animation and then it flips to to live action and then the movie tells the story it's, yeah. it's like three stories out of this comic book but it's that's the movie okay and then it goes and then it goes back to animation in between each one of the acts okay Dope. When I saw when I saw this, like I, I don't know if you if you had any visuals playing. So I was like, when I saw this, I was like, I can see you and Miles pointing it up as this animation, and then it flipping to the real you and him, and then the song start. Right. And like that's how I saw it, and I was like, I don't know if that was in your mind when you saw that because it looks like like this would just turn into like the real live action, and we would start walking yeah. away or something. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so nah, it, it, it just yeah, gave me that that whole feel like when you see it, it's a it's an 80s horror movie mm. um but it, it was the way that they did it it was it, it, it was like flipped from animation to live action and that's right. that's what i got from this but right. now that you said disney i do see it um especially yeah, like colors the old, and all that you know what i mean yeah like the old the old disney um like uh princess movies and all of that right right yeah it, i love, it I love how colorful that. it is because like you know it's gonna pop it's gonna stand out you know you you in the record store sure. or you on itunes or spotify you go, yo what's that you know what i mean like what, what is that you know and and i'm glad it worked out the way it did you know as far as me getting it illustrated as opposed to a photo shoot because i think it speaks even louder you know people would have got it with the picture they be like oh snap sky and his son in front of the construction that's crazy but i don't think we're having this conversation if it was just that photo Cause you get it already you're like yeah, yeah. yeah i get it that's crazy i think being that it's animated you're like i'm compelled to ask him how this came about because what is that like that's so wild that's so different you know and that was what i wanted so um i'm, I'm glad it, it worked out the way it did with that and it's dope because it kind of draws you in with something that's that's friendly is it's inviting yeah. but then you hit them with some real serious Right. you know shit like serious with the content but also serious with the with the the level of of bar work you know i mean yeah. like that you know it's not it's not cartoon you right know? exactly that that's the point and so i i love it i love the the juxtaposition of it i love it man so yeah. you know it, it all came out perfect man this yeah, is a perfect project to me it's, it's definitely my best work it's definitely my favorite work it's, it's right there at the top and it's it's a it's an awesome beautiful piece man it's I wanted the the album to spark conversation about where we live, where we're from, what we've created, what we're continuing to create, and what's been taken from us, and where we've been pushed out of, and where we've been been pushed into. You know, I wanted the album to spark those conversations and give people more awareness of, of all of these topics and these things going on and the reality of them. And that was really what it was about. If the, if the record could spark conversation and help you to know as the listener, this is what's going on. This is why things move the way they move as far as our culture, what we create, what we bring to the table. You know, there was a time where they told us our food was junk and now food is served in gourmet restaurants. And, you know, you can turn on daytime TV at 10 a.m. And, you know, to be somebody who don't look like our mothers making food that our mothers make and mm -hmm. teaching other people who don't look like our mothers how to make it. Yeah, or... Or, or you see like, you know, graffiti that they used to get, you know, my uncles and, and yeah. my friends used to get arrested for, and then it's right. in an art museum 
for yeah. you know it's you know it, as, as me and Vi as, as the one of the one of the themes of the show is everything is hip-hop you know so yeah. it and, absolutely is it absolutely is man so that was the point of it you know and and mission accomplished home run you yes know? sir Definitely. and i promise you this is the very last thing and we are getting you out of here on this because i see what's on your hat uh-oh yeah we you know you know you know where we from yeah. you know so that's cool but <laughs> I, how i how how has this season um they finally broke the streak. It, it had been 15 games. So, I mean, yeah. you know, you're, you're welcome. finally beating the Sixers. Like, it, it, yeah, oh. <laughs> it, 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 only, it only took a few, few seconds. Oh, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Season is kind of whatever so far. You know, um, last year, last year was nice. I was hoping we could build off that. I love the idea of Kimba. Evan Fournier, all that. It's going to take chemistry, time. But I agree with Tibbs where, you know, we don't need 20 games, 30 games, 40 games to get this right. The professional ball players, everybody been playing for years and years and years. A lot of the guys on the team are vets. It's time to figure this thing out right away. You know, if you was playing in the Olympics, you wouldn't have 20, 30, 40 games to figure this out. It's time to figure this out right away. You know what I mean? I know the Olympics ain't the league as far as the way it's looked at. But it's time to figure this out right away. You know, um, I think a lot of people, the crowns are being put on people's heads that they didn't realize was as heavy as it is. You know, I think we're starting to see that. Yeah. You know, we, we, um, we saw that in the series versus the Hawks too. Not the, yeah. Absolutely. Game, you know, I, I like I like Julius a lot. I yeah. like Julius a lot, but I think it's like, yeah, this it's light different. is real bright, bro. It's this different. light is bright. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you see I, I, why Melo is who he is, because this light is bright in New York City at the Garden. Like, I, I, I don't know if he's big enough to wear the crown, yo. That's what I'm saying. You know, this, this light is real bright when you got to carry all that. It's a heavy jersey, and the lights is like police lights. They that bright. You know what I mean? So, like, you got to be able to come with it, man, in, under any and every circumstance. And anything less than 22, 23 points a night is unacceptable in this city. You know? You could drop 23 and get booed. You know what I mean? Like straight up and down. You drop 23 and 8 and get booed. You know, that's that's the garden. You know? And that's on the road because you do that and you get clapped on social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> like it has 23 and 8. So what? So what? Shit is garbage. So what? You know what I mean? Like, that's the city. That's New York. So, you know, it's a different thing. You know, I think some trades are coming. Um, I wouldn't mind taking a fly on your boy, you know. But nah, uh y'all don't want him. Listen, I'm not saying I'm trying to go get him. That kid is, I know he different as far as like the diva shit. Like I, I totally can see that. If, if that was, if that's a real thing, I wouldn't be surprised. Let me put it like that. I don't know son, so I don't want to say that. But if that's a real thing, I wouldn't be surprised. But the talent and them intangibles outside yeah. of the shooting, all that other shit. Oh yeah. man, that kid's a beast, man. Like in a, in, a, beast. in a perfect basketball world, it'll never happen because of because of everything that it would entail. The perfect trade is him for Kyrie. In a, just basketball, that, that would be great because yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, that that would be great. You now, know, all the off the court too. stuff, whatever. Yeah. But but you know what? On, I, on the court, Kyrie right. would fit perfect with Philly. Yeah. He would fit perfect because he wouldn't have to shoot on in with Brooklyn. Shoot. 
they don't have to ever shoot. James Harden gonna shoot enough for him. KDA, but I like him. <laughs> you know I like I like him I like him in Boston too, as a, a swap for either one of them. Yeah, Jalen yeah. Brown or Jason Tatum. I think Tatum should have been a sixer anyway, but that's a whole nother. Yeah, oh, he absolutely should have. That they blew all that, but um, that it was in their lap and they just gave it away. Like Jason gave Tatum was in their lap and they was just like, "Nah, we good." You know what I mean? Like, but um, and pay for it too. And, right, and, and, absolutely like... trade it up. You know what I mean? But um. I think any one of them scenarios, whether it was for Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, works for all parties involved. Yeah. I think Jalen Brown's great in Philly. Jason Tatum's great in Philly. I think Ben Simmons with Jalen Brown is great. I think yeah. Ben Simmons with Jason Tatum is great. I think it's a win-win, and that's the trigger that should be pulled. You know, the talk came out last week about it, and I think Philly wants Jalen Brown, and Boston hung up the phone. I'm like, for what? Yeah. I'll hang up the phone. Like. I like Jalen Brown a lot. Yo, Jason Tatum is incredible. That's baby mellow. Right. But Jason Tatum with Ben Simmons, game over. Yeah. So do it. Let Jalen Brown go. Do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Jalen Brown will cook in Philly. Do it. You know what I mean? Like, we hang up the phone for. So, you know, I think either one, I think that's the best scenario for one of those two to get swapped out for Sun. And you could just even exchange. You don't got to play hardball and picks and all that. The money works. You could just swap it out one for one, and and I think everybody involved would would benefit from it. But what do I know? Yeah, and are, are, aren't you very glad now in 2021 that Kyrie chose Brooklyn instead of? Oh yeah, I mean he's an incredible player, man. Like he is phenomenal. I mean, he grew up, you know, learning how to dribble with the ball in a shopping bag. You know what I mean? There's a reason why he's that nice. Like, he was trained to dribble with the ball in a supermarket bag. You know what I mean? So, like, that's a real story, you know? So, kid is incredible, man. It's just, it's just wild. I mean, the way they, the way they going hard on him in Brooklyn, you have no idea the magnitude of what it would be if he was a Nick doing it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. It would be, it would be, it would be front page every day. It might have been enough to make Dolan sell a team. It might have been enough because the way they the way they would have covered it. Really? It might have. I don't I listen, I don't know him. You know what I mean? So I can't this and then obviously this is all hypothetical. I'm just saying that based on how bad that coverage would have been. It would have been insane. It would have yeah. been absolute it would have been like, here they go again. Here go the Knicks again. Blowing it. It would have been absolutely insane. It might have been enough to push Sun out where he might have been like, you know what? All right, man, we're the highest bidder. You know what I mean? It would have been awful. So thank God it didn't go that way. Everything happens for a reason, and, and God made it work out the way it was supposed to. Thank God it ain't work that way, man. And, you know, we're we going to see where we at. I, I, We need some more pieces. We need to do some things. It's going to be hard. Dame time in the garden? Huh? We're going to get Dame time in the garden? I don't think it's going to happen. I think I think Dame stays. I really do. I think he stays. Um Portland gonna keep pushing him, man. I think I think he's gonna force them to, to let him go. They go because they're gonna keep not nobody wants to go to Portland. Right. He's right. never gonna get help unless they unless they're really bad and they draft and they get lucky enough to get, you know, think, like one of the kids in the with uh Drake's stepson, what's my man named? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think I think if he were to go, if he were to get fed up and pushed out, I think it would be almost too late. Yeah. I think it'll be at that point. It'll be like, mm. all right, man, I'm like 33, 34. Let's give it a shot. And it's like, damn, bro, you should have did this six years ago. You know what I mean? Like, it'll be that. 
You know what I mean? And and um, we're gonna see where it goes. You know, we definitely need some pieces. I I, I like Kimba a lot, man. They they gonna have a hard time trying to shake Kimba. You know because they sold everything on the Kimba's coming home. So if they try to shake Kimba at the trade deadline, they're gonna have a hard time doing that because everything was. Kimba's home. Kimba's home. They go. They go. Have to I get, like Kimba a lot. Run with, with whoever they get for 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 him not to kill him. Yeah, and it's gonna be hard because a lot of people are not. I mean, what is Head's gonna give up for Kimba, knowing he's great? I mean, I got a frame Kimba jersey on my wall. Kimba's great. He's for the city and all that. But we know that you know he's got the injuries and he's dealing with certain things. So it's a little bit of a different player, you know, and I, I, I'm you know, I'm not trying to throw no shade on Sun at all because I like Sun a lot. But, you know, it's a little bit of, of a different player. So if you're trying to get a difference maker for Kimba at the trade deadline, I don't think that happens. If you're trying yeah. to get some nice pieces, yeah, that could happen. If you're trying to get a difference maker for Kimba, I don't know if that's going to happen. So, you know, we may have to just continue to let Kimba build and and just continue to get that chemistry i mean because he's fantastic i mean the games where he got off this year and it's still early he's he really got off you're like damn yeah. he was blacking he's going crazy you know what i mean but then you have games where it looked like he only played 12 minutes because maybe hurting he maybe injured you know whatever whatever they may be trying to rest him so it's gonna it's gonna be tough you're not gonna be able to get a difference maker for anybody on the team except for like randall Mate, not really RJ. You got to package RJ with other pieces, and I like RJ a lot. I'm not, I'm not really with the get rid of him yet. I like RJ a lot. I don't think he's untouchable yet, but it would have to make a lot of sense. That's why I'm saying I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do. You know, I, I really don't. I, I don't know what they're gonna do. There's things they should have did, you know, um, but some of them is a little too late. You know, they should have gave the minimum to Andre Drummond because he took the minimum in Philly with y'all. You know what I mean, like. He took the minimum. Like, he took like a mil and a half. You tell me yeah. you couldn't have gave Son a mil and a half? You're a rebound machine. He inhales yeah. rebounds. Like, what? Like, he yeah, gets he like, out there like Moses. 20, so. 15 and 20 in his sleep. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, well, his defense. I don't care. Like, you got 12 other heads around him to, to cover. No, this dude inhales rebounds. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. Mitchell Robinson's getting four rebounds a night. Like, what are we talking about? You know what I mean? So, I would have grabbed Andre Drummond. To grab Lonzo immediately. That's yeah. the play they should have made. Yeah. I'm so su I was surprised that he didn't end up in New York. I was super surprised. Me too. Me too. And I think I think this is just I think he was surprised that he didn't end up in New York. I think, and this is just me on the outside looking in. This isn't me with no insider info or, or anything like that. It's just me reading every bit of ESPN that I can on my off time. I think they blew that at the trade deadline. I think he was ready at the trade deadline and they was they was being cheap. They was like, nah, we can get him in July. And it was like, okay. Mm. Chicago let it be known, yo, we want you right now. Yeah. They but, got to get in trouble for it. They were so right. Close. We want you right now in, in, in <laughs> at the trade deadline. We want you right yeah. now. But, but we see how that's worked New out. Orleans, New Orleans isn't willing to work with us what we got. But bro, every day we're calling you to make sure you still yeah. want you still available. So you're calling this man every day, figuratively. You know, for months, letting him know you interested. It's like you dealing with a girl, like you always showing her love. You you hitting her with the good morning queen and all that every day. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, you know, she'll be like, "Damn, son, really? I'm really on some mind." All right, yeah, we go out, and that's what it was. It was yeah. Lonzo, like, nah, they really with it. They really, really with it. I feel wanted and important and special. 
Yeah, let's do that. I think the Knicks blew that at the trade deadline. You know, they they should have pulled that trigger. They should have pulled the Buddy Hill trigger. That was a trigger they could have pulled. Being cheap, you know. I think they have a plan for two, three years from now. I think that's what, and I don't know what that plan is, but the way they made all these contracts, I think it's clear they have a plan for two, three years from now. As long as it's not for the dude in New Orleans, because I don't, I don't, I, I would not be, I would not be surprised if that's what it was. Well, I, 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 I believe that that's what it is, but yeah. I don't think it's going to work out the way y'all hoping it's going to work right. out. Right. No, I feel you. First of all, if you do that, you got to get rid of Randall because that's the only way to make the work. They play the paint, same position, the money, blah, blah, blah. You got to get rid of Randall if you want to do that. So all this selling Randall as the guy in New York City and blah, yeah. blah, 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 that's over with. Because he, he can't play the five. I would, nah, not at all. I wouldn't do that. You know, you, you, you're taking him out of his own. So you'd have to do that. And, you know, it's RJ's best friend. So he's going to push for it. You know, so I would not be surprised if that was the play, you know, but I don't know. I Listen, this is just me reading ESPN, but you said it, not me. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I'll take I'll take blame for that. Right. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the play. And I don't know how great of a play that is. It could be really, really, really great, or it could be really rough. The, the upside is incredible, right? But, but the it, it could be an Amari Stoudemire situation. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would not be surprised if that was the play. So I don't know, you know. But um, we're gonna see. Yeah, yeah. man. We appreciate you, man. Once again, yeah. man. We are with man, the guy that has the album of the year. If you're asking us, man, Sky's absolutely. Um, Do we just give him the hippie now? Yeah, we can just give him that. Like, we just present it to you now, man. So, 2021 hippie for album of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's That's real. We got the hippie right here. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I I, I appreciate it, man. You had to put that joint in the mail. Yeah, word up. Now, I I thank y'all, man, for for, for the love and the support and the way y'all rocking. and, And, you know, it's. Just keeping this thing alive, man. You know, it's, it's brothers Absolutely. like y'all. It's people like y'all that, that get it and make sure it's done the right way. And, you know, y'all are why this thing is afloat. So much love to y'all for sure, for sure. No, that, that's you, man. Ooh, thank man. you for making our job easy. And um, thank you for emceeing. It it, it it can't be understated uh, enough. It can't be said enough. It can't be expressed enough how important it is for people like you to continue to to do this thing the way that it's supposed to be done at the highest level yeah uh to really take the time and appreciate it as an art form so thank you man it's for real it's love it's love man i, I appreciate y'all 100 i know we was talking about a certain time and i know we ran over but it's all good man i'm glad appreciate we was able that. to rock and, and catch up and connect man so you know we're gonna get oh, it going man. man peace and love to y'all 100 ladies and gentlemen Always, you're the right lights always on, man. Anytime you're ready to come home, we, you, you know the key, the key under the mat. <laughs> yes, sir. Peace and love, y'all. All right, Scott. Peace, peace. So once again, Phil Matic got another one in the books with man, uh, super duper uh, cool dude, man, uh, MC that we hold in the highest regard, and, and somebody that that makes doing this show. You know, um, this is why we do the show, man. So we can, exactly, man. You know, obviously, you know, the, the term flowers is, you know, a little little um, viral right now. But this is really why we do this show, man, to, to show appreciation. And, man, we invented flowers. So. Like, that, that's, wow, man. Johnny Green thumb out this joint, man. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, but no, I mean, big salute to him. Big salute to uh, to to our brother Sai, uh, regular cat convo. That was uh, he has he had Sky um, on the on the pilot episode. Yes, sir. First episode there. They had a great conversation, so check that out there. Um, regular cat radio. Check that out on iHeartRadio. Shout out to the homie DJ. Yes, sir. The homie DJ. Our episodes are um, on tape Tuesday. You know, our, you can check us out there, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern on Regular Cat uh, Radio on iHeart as well as Live 365. Check us out and just check it. Just just check out the the station in general, man. You're liable to find anything if you just if you just check it out at any given point in the day, man. So yeah, man. You can find anybody from uh, 3D Nati, the Ice Cube to yeah. uh, Uncle Snoop yeah. to Betty the Butcher. Look you crazy. might. Even- yeah. Yeah, uh, all types of stuff. But yeah, all, always dope material. Once again, salute to Psy. Salute to DJ. Salute the Moon out there. And uh, Filmatic, man, on that note, man, on, on our special special edition episode with Sky Zoo, man, take us out with the fader. Okay, gang. Um, But before I do that, I want to say, man, uh, we, we, we did we did the uh, the first uh, 215 Live at 5. Yes, sir. Um. That was, it came out super dope. The um, homie, the homie said he wants all the smoke. Too. Oh no, that this is this is why we this is why I had to uh, take this uh, take it's this uh, PSA <laughs> just to, just to let him know. Let turn my head around. <laughs> he said he <laughs> wants all the smoke, and, and, and I responded, "Bring it." <laughs> Hold on, I gotta do it like I gotta do it like the people's chant. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, I I want all the smoke. The home the homie. Only has cut off his uh, music listening <laughs> from uh, from like t- 2004. <laughs> but no, um, all serious though. That's that's my brother. I know he knows a ton about hip hop. For sure. But I don't have to know everything. I just need to know more than him. That's right. Yeah, it, we gotta get this going, man. We who, who put that's me? That's the next. That, one. That's because I, I gotta talk to him in language he can understand. <laughs> who but me? Who but me? Yeah. The you know with the shoes. And, and the, I will not lose. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we work for the money, we live for the love, we die for what we believe in. That is David Backwards. I am Phil Matic 365. We are the heat holders. This is tissue and a tape. And if you don't do nothing in your life, please respect heat holders. Strictly. I think I called you David. <laughs> it's all good, man. That's that's that's, yo, that's about yo, you've been everything, yo. You've been uh Fassage, uh, uh Vogue, Vlad, Vlad, uh, yeah, Vlad, Vlad. Oh, man, Civet, um, David. Oh man. They do hip pop better than you. Oh, this is Tissy in the tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby.